Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello, and welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. Today, I have part two of the interview with my husband. Um, I've got Josh, who is my podcast producer that is interviewing us. Yeah, long story short, a couple of weeks ago, we got on stories on my Instagram account and had an overwhelming response to Owen being on the Lash Business Lounge. So here we are. If you haven't listened to part one yet, maybe go back and listen now so you can get a little bit more context around what we're talking about. But here is part two for you. So Josh, take it away. Righto. Welcome back, everyone. So... For those who didn't catch the last one, as Lauren said, make sure you go listen to that because we did talk about the evolution of the business and how Owen played a part in that. And we finished up by saying we're going to go into maybe more home life and how it works in a household with someone, family obviously, but traditional career and also an entrepreneur in the house with at any time about 30,000 businesses going on <laughs> as well as the sell-on. So I'm not sure where it's at now. I have trouble yeah. following. Probably five. No, there's only two. At only two. Okay. <laughs> You're down to two. That's great. So I wanted to start today, Owen, by I think in the past we've heard about maybe parts of how Lauren's day rolls out, whether she's coaching or at the sell-on or whatever. But can you take us through your day? So maybe just a work day, a Monday, the role that you play in and out of the business through a normal day? So I suppose a normal a standard work day starts with getting the kids ready for school and, and myself for work. So, and then, uh, yeah, eight till four. So work and then pick the kids back up off the bus. Monday is good because there's not as much sport and things on after school. <laughs> but um, that's, uh, yeah, usually it's home, kids, sport, dinner, and then, yeah, that's that's really the routine. <laughs> okay, so you're the master of being concise too, we found out in the last episode, which, I, which as an editor is fantastic. So just little things like dinner. From what I've picked up in the past and conversations Lawrence had on the mic and once we've had off the mic together, that generally you're preparing dinner or deciding that and sourcing the ingredients and everything you need for that, that's your role? Is that true? Uh, we get HelloFresh. There's no real need to pick food, so that's that's a lot easier. But, yeah, the cooking tends to fall my way. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, and you just said cooking, and I've heard other men say that before and almost roll their eyes like, oh, I had to cook once this month. You, you seem to have or just a general sense of joy anyway from what I could gather today. No, Owen's, you, uh, he's you the cook. He's... You, you like that that responsibility as well as... Uh, sometimes. No, I wouldn't say always. <laughs> not all, well, no one likes sometimes, everything all the time. Sometimes I just like to get home and and, um, and not have to worry about that. But, yeah, it's I, I don't mind it so much, yeah. Yep. yeah. And what's your feeling on that kind of time of the day, Lauren? Are you are you happy that that's something that you're not yes. doing? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I did it for a lot of years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's probably been, uh, would you say, Owen, like, Maybe the last three years you've been the cook. Yeah, three years. Be about right. Yeah. So up until yeah, about three years ago, I was doing it all, and yeah, shopping, deciding on what we're going to have, and anyway, like honestly, I just get HelloFresh because I just can't be bothered 
deciding and shopping and like obviously I still need to shop for other stuff but you know I'm not having to start to decide on what meals we're having on what day or whatever else so we just get that it's easy there's full instructions recipe card you know Owen can follow it he's you know he does a great job and you know some of them are complicated you know they take like 40 45 minutes to cook but We've all, we've always got nice food and and that's really great. I feel really great really grateful that Owen has taken that on because it was a stressful thing that I had to work into my routine. But yeah, I am normally and I'll be a hundred percent transparent here. I am usually at you know five thirty through till seven, crazily last minute putting together my content that I'm going to post that day. Um, <laughs> I would like to say that I'm always organised and batch create, but it's just not not the case. I'm on the computer a lot doing coaching calls throughout the day. So it doesn't leave that much time, unfortunately, at the moment for me to be doing those other needle moving activities, uh, which I really, I'm trying to reconfigure at the moment. But yeah, it is a relief knowing that I don't have to spend an hour cooking and cleaning up after dinner every day anymore. So I'm happy that we got onto the food thing, which may seem like a strange topic, but... <laughs> well, it's a big deal. Like, we all have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't not happen. Yeah. It has to happen regardless of the pressures of the business and the content creation. Yeah. That grows and grows and grows, but it doesn't take away from that period of the day where you all have to have dinner. Yeah, and it's what they call it when you've got little kids. It's like the witching hour because it's when they're like usually like at their most little shitty selves. (laughs) But um, There was a double nod there for everyone. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it it has to happen and it's it's a necessity. We've all got to eat. You've got to clean up afterwards. But we've certainly gone through periods because on top of the business and – you know, refitting salons because I don't think we didn't really get into it in the last episode, but we refit the salon that we're currently in a few times mm. <laughs> as we grew. Owen was there doing it every time except for the last one. But yeah, we built a house in, we sold our house in um, 2017. So I was about three years into business then. Sold our house. We moved into Owen's brother's house that was empty at the time, which was at, it's out of town. It's about 20 minutes drive out of town. We moved out there to this tiny house. So we've got two little kids. Isabel was, I think, five and Patrick would have been about three or four or Isabel was six maybe. No, she was six, yeah. And I'm working, you know, full-time plus hours at the salon. We're living out of town. I've got one kid at school. I've got one kid at daycare and preschool. And then we moved out of that house because that was just too hard and we moved into a little shack right in town here in Albury that just was cheap until our house was finished being built. And in the midst of that, I'd started Runway Lush Co. And, (laughs) like, I think we ate takeaway nearly every night for dinner, like for that whole year because we had the tiniest little shitty kitchen ever and no – I think – all of my runway samples and boxes and shit were all stacked up on the dining table. <laughs> I think I had my 27-inch iMac set, set up for a time on our dining table as well in this tiny little shack. It only had two bedrooms and the kids thought it was haunted, so they always ended up in bed with us every night. 
It was just, it was a bit of a nightmarish time in our lives. But, you know, we got into our house. It was all worth it. And runway took off and the salon was fine. And somehow we held it all together. But, you know, I probably put on like 20 kilos that year from all the KFC we ate. (laughs) (laughs) So you've brought up something interesting there. And it's a question that I had a version of later on, mm-hmm. but I may as well just ask it now. All of that business stuff was happening. The salon was going. Runway Lashco was now happening. That was encroaching on the non-business space of your lives. The kitchen table yeah. <laughs> was, how do you look back now and think, oh, we handled that well, that the business and our personal life was definitely intertwined, maybe at a level at that point. Would you let that happen now? And or how do you view that as far as how much business can you have in the house in shared spaces, etc.? What do you think, Owen? Uh, it never bothered me, I don't think, having Runway Lash Co. in the in the living <laughs> way. Yeah. I've got I've got like a I've got a, a video clip um, on my phone of our lounge room <laughs> with all yeah. the boxes stacked up. Oh my god, it was a nightmare. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I'm just what I'm trying to get at is do you guys actively have conversations about how much of the business can be happening away from the business? And that could be as far as conversations no. as well. It's just all what it's, I'm getting is that you guys smushed. It's smushed and you seem to be happy and excited about the well, smush. Or at least okay with the smush. I wouldn't say I'm happy and excited about it, but I don't think there's any way around it. I think okay. when you have a business- Now um, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. There's no there's no way you can be like, oh, I'm not talking about my business today or I'm not, I'm not doing any work or occasionally I have done that. But I don't know. It's always very intertwined. You know, it, it'd be different if it's a job, you know, you've got a job and you can fully separate yourself from the person you are at work. But I do believe, well, for me anyway, you know, when you're in it, you're in it. And Owen, I think, would agree with me because, you know, we have lots of conversations about, you know, different businesses that I've got and and what we're doing and what I'm doing day to day and, you know, worries and things that are going well and maybe things that are going not so well. And, you know, we have meetings with our accountant and stuff together. Like we're 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 in it and it's it's very intertwined. So over the course of the last episode and so far, I think I knew just how crucial you were to the team, Owen, but I think I've got a much more of a sense of that. Already, just from this conversation, and I'm hoping that's coming through to everybody. <laughs> it sounds like a real team. Yeah. Yeah. So just going back to something you mentioned earlier, Lauren, before I forget, with the, the last salon refit, yes, which we didn't touch on in the last episode because I was planning on talking about that in this particular episode, the style of refit that you did then, was that something that you were not physically as involved in, Owen, and like how it was redesigned? Because, Lauren, I think you mentioned in there that you weren't as involved in this particular rebuild, for lack of a better term. No, no, I, I didn't really have any role in the actual construction of it, you know. and Except the demolition. Yeah, the, the demolition, <laughs> the old one. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, but, was a, that was a big job, though. Yes, yeah, so pulling out pulling out all the old stuff to, so that the, the contractor can build a new one. But, um, yeah, it wasn't as demanding, I suppose, on me this time around, <laughs> yeah. which was good. But the f- the finish we were looking for was probably better than a, than a standard I was capable of, so it didn't bother me to, to step away, yeah. Yeah, and I think that 
why I brought that up was you come across as someone who's very realistic about your own maybe abilities and skills, and you would never be wanting to force yourself into the job if you knew you didn't have the technical or engineering skills or whatever it would require to make it happen. Yeah. And that's also, I guess, goes back to you guys being a team. So through that process, though, you did mention the demolition thing, which triggers a memory. And I think that you, I don't know if you posted this, Lauren, or you sent me a video of it, but was the very first wall that you took out the only wall you're meant to keep? Or am I? Am I yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, down in the um, in the We're kitchenette. You've been getting yeah. talked up, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, it was just funny. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Yeah, yes, down in the in the um down in the like the staff room area, and I literally walked in, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "What? I'm just pulling it all. I'm pulling it all down." And I'm like, "That was the only one that was meant to stay." And you were like, "Oh, but that was probably a bit of a communication breakdown there." Uh, I started on that one; it was out of the way. I could just yeah. <laughs> work out how to do it, so the rest would be easy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just to maybe round off the conversation about the new salon. Were you involved in the vision for the salon in terms of what it would look like and maybe how it would be finished? Did you have a feel for that or was it just more, Lauren's got a clear vision for this, I'm just going to be there to support that vision? Oh, I think mostly it was Lauren with that one and, and when she worked with the designer, I think it was really what she wanted to change the salon into, I guess, yeah. so Okay, and that's interesting. What was that from your perspective? It was, I guess, more focusing on the lashes and the, the stuffs on the bed and the, the making it more comfortable for the staff and a, a better place to work and, and focusing on the things that, that the salon was good at and known for and and was their brand, I guess. And that was kind of when I first met Lauren, the vision that she was casting in the early stages. So clearly you did a good job of that, Lauren. You've done well. Yeah. You shared the vision well. Yeah, yeah. I think and because we were utilising, you know, a, a, a designer and professional shop fitters, I really wanted to take it up, you know, 10 notches. I wanted it to feel really luxe, really professional, you know, and it's certainly, you know, with all the curved benches and the custom-built stations and all of that sort of stuff. It definitely, I think, you know, we got there in the end and I don't think that Owen and I would have been able to do that if we had have done it ourselves like we had. But, I mean, the, the all the other fit-outs we, we had done were great. It's just I really wanted to take it up like 10 notches. For, for Albury, I wanted it to be something completely different than what anyone had seen around here. Yeah. And I think you've achieved that, and I'm still annoyed that I was out of town for the launch party. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just getting back to maybe the, the idea of having more than one business that's operating, maybe Lauren said she has two currently, but in the past it has been more than that. Three, yeah. For you, Owen, is there ever a point where you just think maybe that's enough businesses? <laughs> and uh, how does that conversation go, if, if it ever has, or – do you get also excited about this ever-growing universe of businesses? Um, I can see or, do you, or do you know that it will <laughs> grow and then contract and then grow and then contract naturally and you can just move along with that? I don't think I know how it's going to evolve ever, but um, I, I, I see how much time it absorbs and takes off and stress it. So it, if it's growing and growing and growing, 
you know, I just wonder how <laughs> I'm surprised how well she handles it. Yeah. But um, yeah, where does it end or, you know, how that happens, I suppose. And yeah. I, I guess that leads to there's obviously businesses where you can be more involved and help out in different ways. Yeah. And there's probably some where you, there's no real function for you in that business. Do you, do you guys ever have conversations about how involved you can and can't be or how helpful, for the lack of a better term, you can be? <laughs> uh, well, I often ask, is there anything I can do to help? Yep. And the answer is usually <laughs> no. But does, does that, is that still good to hear, Lauren? Like, Oh, yeah. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. I know that my answer is probably when I say no, it's probably frustrating for him, but I do appreciate it. I do appreciate the question so much. But yeah, like I've spoken about Owen's involvement in the past and on on this show and Owen does all the bookkeeping now for all of my businesses. He was doing it for Run My Lash Co up until I sold in November last year and, and now obviously not just a salon but my coaching business as well. So he does all that, which is fantastic because I used to do that and it's not my strong suit and we have outsourced it in the past and that was an absolute nightmare as well but Owen is very very good with numbers you know he's a civil engineer he likes spreadsheets he's cool actually for my coaching business he has made some ripper spreadsheets so for my coaching clients I'm like hey can you make me a spreadsheet that calculates like you know you put your like goal in for the month and the yearly goal and it breaks it down and then you you put where you're tracking and it makes a graph and I I can't even describe it properly like I I'm not very good at this stuff but he's like yeah that's easy takes him five minutes and you know my my bonus and wage calculator spreadsheet which Owen made like from scratch because I was doing this all on the back of an envelope. Like I was calculating all my staff's hours each week, you know, taking out their breaks, looking at how much money they'd earned, working out their bonus. It was taking me quite a long time to pay the wages and, and calculate their bonuses. And he's like, just, I asked him and like, just for shits and giggles, I was like, could you make me something like this? And he was like, yeah, it's easy. And he's made it <laughs> and it's awesome. And now I sell it. Oh, I sell it to anyone that wants it. So if you're wanting something to calculate your 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 staff's wages and bonuses, that's going to take you, you know, a tenth of the time. Send me a DM on Instagram. But um, I don't. Do I have it on my website? No, I don't. Um, you'll have to DM me. But it's also included for any of my coaching clients or my salon goals students. And I teach you how to use it. I've got a little video and stuff like that. But you know, Owen's fantastic at that type of stuff. And, you know, sometimes he drops the washing off at the salon for me or picks up heavy things that I can't carry to my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes he gives good support, like HR type stuff, you know, like because he worked in local government for a long time and he's worked in private private construction companies as well. He's got quite a lot of experience dealing with, you know, staff and managing people. And, you know, sometimes if I'm having problems with my team, he will weigh in and tell me what what he thinks I should do, you know, and it's good to have sort of he's a very neutral type person, very quite unbiased. Yeah, so it's good to have, 
you know, someone to talk to that can steer me in a bit of a different direction or calm me down, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I'm really angry about something because, It yeah. does have a calming effect because I is. think if you, it was just you and I here, we'd be probably talking 25% faster yes. and just blasting words into the atmosphere. <laughs> so, you said a lot in there, but just for you, Owen, does getting to contribute those little bits, whether it's IP or knowledge or just a bit of support, if it's a HR thing, like have you considered this way to approach that problem or this staff person's progression or whatever it happens to be, does that keep you also more excited about, even if you are, depending on the, the business, whether you're right in it or maybe you're just adding a few things here and there, does that keep you excited about it all? Yeah, it does. It keeps you sort of feeling involved in, in the business. The business is a big part of our lives, I suppose. So it's good to know that you you're still involved <laughs> and you you can contribute, yes. you know. And even if it's not sticking lashes on or what I Although really actually, <laughs> now that he mentions that, I did teach him how to do volume <laughs> a really? few years ago. Oh wow. And he was good at it. I've actually actually I've got a video. I've got a video. <laughs> and like I, I remember at the time we were looking for an extra team member. And I've got a group chat with with my team and I always have. And, and yeah, I posted the video of Owen making a volume fan. <laughs> and, oh, because it was at the time when I was starting runway. So, I was testing lashes, like in the lounge room. I was testing tweezers on testing lashes, making fans. And, yeah, I taught him how to do it. And, anyway, one of my, one of my old staff members that she worked with me for about four years, she's living in Queensland now, Hannah. But, yeah, she, she was like, oh, Owen's got to be the new staff member. <laughs> but I I remember you saying, Owen, yeah, I could probably do good lashes, but I can't do the chit-chat. <laughs> yeah. No. no. It's probably also harder That's to be to that neutral, level-headed, third-party sort of person on issues if you're writing it every day too, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so you did say before it's a big part of your lives, the business, and going back to the spreadsheet thing, strange connection. But I do remember Lauren mentioning that when you've come up before that when you started doing the bookkeeping, it felt like a moment where you for maybe the first time had full context on this thing that she'd been building, whether that was, you probably had a feel for all of it, but it all kind of came together when you took over that job. Is that accurate? And what was that kind of moment of realization like that, oh, this is where all this stuff actually is. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a lot of, when you're looking at all the transactions, you sort of see a lot more of the little things that have to happen to make the business run. It's not just open the door and, and close it at the end of the day. It's, you know, there's there's a lot of things that happen and even background things that, you know, are not purchasing stock. It's, you know, little bits and things that keep the business running and that sort of stuff. Did that feel maybe like a channel for you to understand the businesses better though? Yeah, I think I got a Definitely got a better understanding doing that because, you know, it's always sort of a bit of the outside looking in and yep. it sort of lets you in a bit on on how things work and even just knowing money that's moving in and out and how much it is and where it's going, yeah. So I think maybe what's important is for people that are listening, if there's someone in your life and you're about to go off on this new venture, it sounds like Lauren's asked you to help whether in moments of excitement or desperation for these assets <laughs> and you are more than prepared to do it. So maybe there is an element of people not asking the people closest to them to contribute as much as maybe they could. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a fair assumption because, I mean, even I teach my coaching clients, you know, on leadership because, you know, as we all know, 
it's all well and good to get staff, but you've got to keep them happy. You've got to keep them motivated. You've got to provide them with challenges and feedback and things like that to keep them interested. And, you know, if you're thinking about it from that point of view, if you're involving those support people in a way in your business, even with those little things, they're going to probably feel more involved and more empowered and included in in the business. And I think maybe that might be one of the keys to solving, you know, some of this friction that happens when, you know, couples, you know, there might be one that's not so supportive or, or whatever. Yeah. There you go. Some real insight there. Good <laughs> stuff, guys. So I wanted to maybe finish up with something a little more fun, if that's okay. And this is for you, Owen. So you've been around multiple businesses that have grown and over the course of the last two episodes, we now have a lot more insight into how important you are day to day to keep it all happening. Do you have a small business idea that you've floated to Lauren along the journey that you're excited about, even one you haven't shared with her until right now, and <laughs> why isn't it not being launched? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've since moving into a house and doing the landscaping, I've become more interested <laughs> in those sorts of things, and I think we've we've discussed this a bit. Yeah, I suppose that's an idea that floats around in my head is, you know, doing some sort of landscaping, garden designing type thing. Yeah, so a singlet, beanie and chiselled arms, is that the goal? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get back to that. Yeah, trying to get back to that. <laughs> so just to truly finish up, and this has been an honour to get to do this, by the way, so I thought I want to say that. What is one thing you think day-to-day, Lauren, that maybe – Owen doesn't realise about how important he is to how the businesses have flourished. Is there a thing that he allows you to do or something he gives you that you can share with us? Yeah, like I I guess, you know, as a mum, you always have mum guilt and sometimes I feel bad that I'm at the gym early in the morning or I'm working out downstairs and, you know, he's up getting the kids ready. I feel kind of selfish uh, that I'm doing that. And I, I I don't know if Owen's annoyed at me for doing that. I don't, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's shaking his head, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just being able to do things like that uh, really mean a lot because I feel better when I've, I've, I've had that alone time. And even just alone time, you know, we... We don't really have a relationship where we've ever wanted to live in each other's back pocket. You know, we have our own groups of friends and we're quite happy doing things with them separately, you know, and there's so much more we could have talked about. We've only got so much time though, but like, you know, I think it's important for me to mention, you know, just the the depth of support, you know, leading up to me opening my salon, I went to... Las Vegas for like 11 days or something like that with one of my friends who also had a beauty salon in Albury at the time. And we went over to the beauty expo at in Vegas and like the first ever Lash Wars was a Lash competition in the US. And this was back in 2014. So just before I opened my salon and, you know, I had a 10 month old baby and a two and a half year old toddler and Owen's working full time. He's trying to fit out this salon for me. And I've just pissed off to Vegas <laughs> with, <laughs> with um, one of my friends. And, 
you know, yes, we'll call it a work trip, but, you know, not that much work was done. But, you know, like it takes a special kind of person to, you know, be cool with that and and be excited for me to go and go to that competition and be involved in it and all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. But, yeah, I like I'm, I'm very grateful and I 100% believe that I would definitely – not be where I am without Owen at all. Even going back to before the salon, I know this is a really long-winded finishing note. <laughs> that's that's um, fine. We don't really have a time limit. So but <laughs> take, take your time. <laughs> but, yeah, I when we got together, I worked in IT and I think Owen could realise that I wasn't very happy doing that. Like it was pretty boring. I got sick of it pretty, pretty quickly. And... You know, I was always that friend that did everyone's makeup and stuff before we went out and, and yeah, I wanted to do beauty and he supported me like financially through that. So, I was, I was very fortunate at age 24, I could quit my full-time job in IT and go back to full-time study and, you know, Owen had a great job and he could support both of us. Um, we didn't have any kids or anything back then, but we we're also saving for our wedding at the time, you know, we just bought a house, we were renting, you know, a lot of stuff happening back then too. I think we're both crazy people now that I'm talking about all these <laughs> things. But, you know, like I suppose from the beginning, you know, like I wasn't starting a business or anything, but I was having a complete career change and, you know, Owen was happy for me to do that and and very supportive. But yeah, so I I 100%, I don't know, I don't know what I'd be doing if I if I didn't have Owen. So you know, this whole episode came about with, you know, the idea that everyone needs someone supporting them and you need a little bit of a cheer squad. And and if you haven't got a supportive partner, you know, or friends or family, you know, I think you probably need to go out and, and find your tribe. You need to find some people that will have you back and, mm. you know, help you out. So, you know, it doesn't even have to be physically helping you out. It can it can be emotional support or or whatever. And like what Owen said earlier, like uh, I think it was in the last episode about you know just lending an ear or you know just putting a load of washing on or <laughs> when you can't do it or mm. you know taking care of things. I go away a lot for work. You know, I go to Melbourne and Sydney for conferences and things like that. And Owen's just got it covered. And I get asked a lot, oh, does your husband look after the kids? Oh, who looks after the kids when you're at work? I'm like, oh, their dad. Like, <laughs> you know, like why is that so weird? But um, I do realise that's weird for some people because they have to organise with their partner to look after the children or, or whatever. So thank you, Owen, for being awesome. And, yeah, I 100% believe I definitely would not be doing what I'm doing at the level that I'm doing it if I didn't have, if I wasn't married to someone like him. So thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> that's amazing thank you both if you do have any feedback for Lauren at Lauren Lappin underscore on Instagram for the spreadsheet or just to let her know oh, yeah. I don't know I don't actually know if, if I would has any public facing social media he probably does want it out there but I think he does but like I he's like a real um you're a voyeur you just scroll yes you never post yeah. anything like yeah, at no. all <laughs> so don't go messaging him that the Hello, fresh honey chicken didn't cook properly. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't want to hear about it. He tips no. on that. Yeah. No, no. Although he probably does have some time saving. You've got the 
you got the Hello Fresh cooking down to an art now. Remember in the <laughs> beginning, it used to take you over an hour to prepare everything. Now go. it's probably down under forty minutes. Oh, that's is, amazing! It's yeah. going good. <laughs> you can landscape for people, then do their Hello Fresh. Yes. right at the end. <laughs> yeah, uh, and actually, like I, like, I think we sort of cut it off there with the landscaping. Like um, I did actually pop up on my stories a couple of months ago thinking of starting another business. And that was the business that I was referring to. A lot of you messaged me and asked, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, oh, you know, something that's not in the beauty industry at all. But yeah, I definitely support Owen. And if he wants to do that, that's 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 fine by me. So there you go. (laughs) Well, thank you guys. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for giving me the chance to interview both on Lauren's show. It's no, amazing. Thank you. Thanks thank you. for, yeah, asking some tricky questions there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they weren't too no, tricky. Though. No, no, yeah, no, all good. Excellent. Cool. All right. Well, that is all we've got for you today and I will see you online soon.